0: To ride at home with Garrot of Rivia, along came this song. From when the wine moved forth, a silver toned devil, his army of hells up his hosey day. Tchau mãe Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and today we're going to be taking a look at the Netflix series The Witcher. Now, this review or this discussion that I'm going to have about it is actually not going to have any spoilers in it because I really, really want people who haven't seen this series to definitely go out and check it out. So I'm going to try to keep the spoilers very, very light. Uh, If you haven't seen it and, excuse me, if if you've never really had any experience with The Witcher, either the books or the games, then I really don't think I'm going to be spoiling too much. So this is going to really be just a quick review kind of a quick summary of the show my thoughts on it and hopefully trying to convince you to at least give it a try so yeah this series uh just recently came out towards the end of 2019 and when it was announced i was pretty excited for it um because I've played some of the Witcher games, uh, Witcher 2 and, of course, um, the latest one, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. I don't have any experience with the books at all. Actually, after watching uh, the first season, I've gone out and I've gotten the first book in the series, and I'm going to be reading it just because um, I, I think what I really enjoy about the show, the games, just really the whole Witcherverse, if you will, is the lore I'm a big fan of things like Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, which have a lot of lore in it, and The Witcher also has a lot of lore in it, so I guess kind of in the plus column, that would be the first thing I would say is that if you really like those sort of things, uh, you know, if you like Game of Thrones, if you like Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, the movies and all that and the books, I think you would really, really enjoy The Witcher um, just because it has a lot of deep lore just like those series do. So really, that's what I'm going to do with this review here is, you know, I'm just going to try Try to really give an overview and just kind of talk about my thoughts and feelings about it. There's a lot of positives to it, but there are some negatives to it. And again, if you didn't hear it up front, I'm definitely going to keep the spoilers very, very light. So the Witcher, basically, you know, who was the Witcher? Well, Henry Cavill plays um, Geralt of Rivia. Uh, who is the Witcher? Now the thing is, is if you've never played the games, if you hadn't read the books, you probably have no idea what a rich Witcher is. But the series does a really, really good job of kind of starting to go into the lore of the Witcher. Basically, you can see that they are a monster hunter, um, based on his interactions with other people and even the things he says himself. That he is, uh, you know, a, a mutated man. Basically, he was created. He was not born a Witcher. He was made into a Witcher, and by by the end of the season you start to kind of you start to kind of see the process that he went through, or you learn a little bit about the process that he went through to become a witcher, um, and that's really all I'm going to say about that. But basically, that's what he is, is he is he's a monster hunter, a monster hunter for hire. I think Henry Cavill does a great job. If you've played the games at all, they give a really good characterization of Geralt, who basically, um, I guess through the process of becoming a witcher, they pretty much lose really all emotions. So, you know, he he doesn't really have any kind of feelings of regret, remorse, uh, fear, anything like that. And Harry Cavill does a really, really good job of kind of characterizing that. If you've played the games at all, uh, you see that Geralt is very, I don't want to say soft-spoken. He's a man of few words. He picks and chooses his words very, very carefully. And he kind of like has a signature sort of like, Hmm. Like when he talks with people, (laughs) like if people talk with him and he doesn't really want to answer or he doesn't really feel he needs to answer, he kind of gives like a "Mm," kind of a thing here. And Harry Gaville captures it very, very well. One of the other things I want to say is in this series is, you know, it's a TV show. You know, this is not a movie. Excuse me, It's a TV show. But I think that a lot of these series, uh, you know, on the streaming services and on uh, cable TV, you know, like HBO and things like that, especially if you watch the later seasons of Game of Thrones. They definitely throw a lot of money into these things. So the CGI is incredible, uh, especially when we see the monsters that he hunts. The sword play, <laughs> I think the sword play and the fight scenes and, and even like the epic battles between armies is absolutely amazing. You know, Henry Cavill, when he is either battling a monster, monsters, or, you know, other armed men. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible what he does. I mean, it really kind of gives a feel almost of the video game. And I think one of the things I really, really liked about the show is, like I said, I'm coming to it as a fan of the video games, having not read the books. And I think one of the things I actually appreciated is, is I didn't feel lost in it, having played the video games, but I didn't feel like this was a, a series or a movie or a show sort of like directly taken from a video game not like when they would take like a uh uh, a Tomb Raider or, you know, I hate to say it like a Street Fighter or a Mortal Kombat and make those into movies. There's so much lore in the games, and I'm going to assume there's a lot more lore in the books that you have a lot of great content here. And, and I think it really, really comes out here. So there's, I mean, there's a lot of characters here, uh, but there's three main characters. So Geralt of, of Rivia, you know, who is the Witcher is one of the main characters. Um, the next one is Cyrilla, also known as Siri, who, was a princess of uh, the kingdom of Sintra. Uh, she figures heavily in in this show, and again, trying not to give away spoilers here. But you know, she does have a connection with Geralt and the other character that I'm going to be talking about in a minute. So, you know, she is like I said, she is a princess. Due to things that happen in the show she actually ends up being on the run she's actually looking for she is told to find Geralt uh you know Geralt is sort of like her destiny he'll take care of her he'll protect her and about halfway through the season uh there's eight episodes so yeah actually around uh episode four you kind of learn more about that connection that that Geralt and and Ciri have and while she doesn't know it, all she knows is that's very, very important that she does find Geralt. You know, the, the actress that plays her. You know, because Ciri is a is a young girl. Um, I was actually kind of I don't want to say I was kind of confused by her characterization, because in the games, especially in uh, she factors heavily in uh, The Witcher Three. You know, Siri is younger, but her characterization is a little bit. Different just because I think her relationship is much more established with Geralt and the other character that I'm going to mention in a minute here. From what I've heard from other people who have kind of gone through the series of books and short stories, Siri kind of goes from this younger version that we see here in, in, in season one. Uh, she goes on, you know, obviously she grows, she gets older. So, you know. <sighs> And I kind of agree with this, and I've heard other people say this, you know, throughout all eight episodes of season one, we kind of follow three stories. We follow we follow Geralt, we follow Ciri, and we follow the third person uh, who is known as Yennefer, who is a mage. And I'm going to talk about her in a minute. We follow the, their three stories. I'm gonna tell you right now that I think out of the three of them, uh, Yennefer the Mage, again, who I'll talk about in a minute here, probably has the best story, the most compelling story. And quite honestly, I feel since she gets a lot of the screen time all throughout the series, While the series is called The Witcher, it very easily could have been called Yennefer the Mage because her story is probably the best story, and that's not taking anything away from the other two. But her story is the best story. And let's just talk about her now. So Yennefer is a mage. She comes from very, very humble beginnings. She's actually sold to the Academy, which is sort of, uh, you know, obviously, by the name sounds, it's it's a place where she eventually learns magic. She goes through her transformation. She kind of... You know, she, she tries to discover who she is and what she really, really wants in life. And at first she thinks it's one thing, but she really realizes that the thing that she was going after, which was really just kind of power and influence, it's not really what she wants. And her paths cross with Geralt and, you know, at the very, very end, the very, very end of the season, uh, of course, it's got to end on a cliffhanger, uh, we see that she also has a tie with um, Ciri as well. And, like I said, having played the games uh, and having heard kind of reviews of the books, and like I said, I'm going to be starting the book soon, I kind of understand that connection. But, you know, if you're coming into this fresh, you need to know nothing about it, you're going to be kind of like, I think, and I think it's good. <laughs> you know, you're going to be at the end when you're sort of like, well, wait a minute, there's a connection actually between all three characters. How is this possible? I mean, I think it's great. It's a great setup for, you know, what's coming in the next seasons. I know they, they uh, green-lighted season two. I hope they're going to definitely green-light more. So, like I said, Jennifer is a mage. And that's the other thing is, you know, I really, really love lore. And I really, you know, love those fantasy elements. Now, in Game of Thrones... We don't really get magic per se. Uh, Actually, we really don't get magic at all. Lord of the Rings, there is magic there, but it's not really the kind that you would really think of or have seen in other films. So the type of magic that... Yennefer and all the other mages do, is a little bit more closely to what you would kind of associate with a wizard or a mage or a witch or something like that. You can see that she's extremely, extremely powerful. You can see that she's a very, very complex character. Uh, she does have run-ins with Geralt. She is you know, ends up being closely tied to Geralt. And like I said, we find out towards the very, very end, she does have a tie to Ciri as well. Like I said, I think her story is probably the most compelling story out of the three. Uh, Geralt's story is, you know, his story, his quest is very, very good. I just think that we didn't get to see a whole lot of it, which was absolutely fine. Uh, I don't mind that at all. I will say, though, that when they do get to Ciri's story, it kind of drags a little bit. And And I think, you know, from the... I guess, from the way that I interpret it, having kind of seen her characterization in the games, and clearly, the Siri that we're seeing here in season one is is not the one that I'm used to from the games, I kind of see this as almost sort of like the origin of Siri. kind of like, you know, from playing the games, you know, we know about Geralt. We know about Yennefer. Uh, we know about some of the other mages. Uh, we know about the the minstrel um, um, Jasker, who in the games is actually called Daffodil or Dandelion, I think. It's either Dandelion or Daffodil. I forget. We kind of know who they are, and when we see them, we're like, oh, yeah, hey, but when Ciri kind of came on, I was like, this is not really the Ciri I know, but I guess this is kind of her origin, having not read the books. But Having said that, I mean, I kind of feel that her story was kind of the weakest, but still, it's a good story overall. Now, here's kind of the negative things. If you're looking to kind of jump in running, I mean, when when the show begins, the first episode kind of starts off with a bang, which is great because it really draws you in. You're like, wow, action. This is great. Okay, we're going to kind of learn about Geralt and, and, and him being a witcher then the story kind of hits. And like I said, it's a tale of these, it's really these three main characters and kind of their interactions. But the thing is, it's kind of told, it's a very complex way of telling the story because, and you don't really pick up on this until maybe the third or fourth episode that when we kind of see their individual stories, especially with Yennefer. Yennefer's story takes place over, a pretty good chunk of time uh, from her origin all the way up until kind of like what we see at the end of the at the end of the season, which I would kind of say is like when all the characters do kind of come together and that's kind of like ground zero, let's just say, or, you know, like point zero, her story kind of starts way before that. And parts of it that we see take place closer to kind of like this ground zero, it takes place further away. Same with Geralt series is kind of Siri, cl- sorry, is kind of closer towards like that, that kind of focal point or that ground zero point. So when you're watching it, especially early in, you know, early on the first three or four episodes, it's a little tough to understand what's going on. Because like I said, it's very, very complex storytelling. You know, it's kind of coming from different time periods and you don't really pick up on that. Like I said, until maybe about the third or fourth uh, episode. So if you are going to watch the series, it does start off a little slow, excuse me. It does start off a little slow. So you really have to hang in there, hang in there until... Episode four. By the time episode four is done, if you really don't like it, you could stop, but give it four episodes. I kind of did that. The first episode I enjoyed, the second and third, I was a little sort of like, wait, what's going on here again? And when the fourth episode hit, it kind of explains a lot. It kind of ties up some loose ends and you're like, okay, I know where they're coming from now. Let's go forward. The other thing that kind of makes this this series and kind of the overall storytelling very, very hard is, is unlike some of the other sort of fantasy stories out there or fantasy series and movies and things out there, the names are very, very complex. You know, the names of the characters and the names of the places, the different kingdoms and things like that. Even like names of creatures and whatnot, it can get very, very, very complex because they are very hard to pronounce. A lot of kingdoms and a lot of people, their names sound very, very similar. Uh, This series, The Witcher, was actually written by a Polish author, you know, so it was originally written in Poland. So a lot of these names kind of do have a very strong Eastern European sound to them. So a lot of characters' names and a lot of kingdom names sound very, very similar. So The other thing with this series is, and I found this also too with Game of Thrones, especially in the beginning when I was really kind of learning the politics of Game of Thrones, I had to pay 100% attention to it. Same thing here with The Witcher. You have to really pay close attention. And like I said, from Episode 1 to Episode 3, you might get lost a little bit. That's okay. Episode 4 ties up a lot of things. It explains a lot of things. You still might be a little confused afterwards, but trust me, by the time Episode 8 hits, you are going to know what's going on and what's happening. So I definitely feel that this is a series that you should give a, a um, you should definitely give it a chance, especially you know if you love Lord of the Rings, if you love Game of Thrones. I really do think you'll enjoy The Witcher. Um, I think the costumes are great. I think the fight scenes are great. Um, you know. The, the, the locations where they filmed these. It's, it's just, it's incredible. It's a beautiful show, and I really can't wait for season two to come. Guys, thanks a lot. Thanks for hanging in there. Do me a favor. Head on over to Instagram. Stuff You Don't Need to Know is there. I post pictures, uh, you know, pictures, polls, things like that about the content that I talk about. This is Jay, and I'll talk to you guys later. But to be the man, you gotta beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here in Nashville, Tennessee, pal, I'm the man.